This podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Listener discretion is advised as some cases contain graphic content. We mean no disrespect to anyone we discuss in this podcast except our exes. Everyone is innocent until proven guilty. However, we will be expressing our personal opinions. Buckle up, Buttercup. Hey guys, it's Cynthia. And I'm Wes, and you're watching and listening to... (laughs) Yeah. Love and Luminol, a true crime podcast. Yeah, I don't know how to say that anymore. Are you watching? Yeah. Are you listening? Because some people are listening, some people are watching. Yeah, either way. Thank you. <laughs> like, you don't understand the pain in the butt this was to set up. Oh, yeah. We started like an hour and 45 minutes ago. True. True. So, sorry if it's a little funky. We're figuring stuff out. Yeah. But, all right, we're on episode 14. 14. Already. Shit damn. <laughs> Shit damn. What's that you said? Shit damn, boy. We're at 14. 14. Andrea Yates. Have you heard that name? She's I popular. Don't think so. All right, well, you're in for a treat. I'm trying to make these. Trim, I'm trimmed them down a bit. Trimming them. You're trimming them? Because I love, I'm autistic. I love details. So I put in like, oh, she got first dog at six and she got, she was valedictorian and she's. You're yeah. like, I don't really care. Then you, then <laughs> like, you get too much in the yeah. details. So I'm slimming it down a little. She was wearing a size four. Slowly but surely, I'll yeet out some details. But You'll yeet out some details? Yeah. You get that from the kids. Yeah, but I like, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. But let's get into it. All right. Here we go. Yay. You ready for this one? I hope so. I did trim some, but not a, everything. Okay. So you still get some randomness, but... Some randomness. I feel like it adds because even though she's done wrong, she's a person, and so people, it's hard to, you know what I'm saying, associate them with just a regular old person over there. I I mean, I don't know like, the case yet, so... Yeah, <laughs> like, well, you know, any case. Like, I don't know, BTK probably got... A cat or something when he's a kid. Yeah. Went sledding. Those things kind of humanize him a little bit, I think. So I add in some details. Make him a person. And then I add in all the nasty crap they did. Gotcha. All right. Kind of blend it. but Let's do it. All right. Andrea Yates. Born in Houston, Texas. I keep wanting to say Houston. Houston. It's Houston, Texas. And she was born Andrea Pia Kennedy on July 2nd, 1964. That's Jennifer's birthday. Oh. Not 64, but July 2nd. I got to say, it was a pain to set this up, but I like the corner better. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can, I don't, I'm not like, I'm not me? like, uh, oh, got to get in the mic. Yeah, true. Like, I can sit here and face you and just yeah, talk. Oh, yeah, we got our new sign. You like it, guys? <laughs> He's proud of that sign. I, I had it custom made. I like it. <laughs> He's like, it's custom. Looks sign just back like there. the logo. I'm I'm happy with it. He's excited, but and, all right. So let me turn this on. That's her. It's a younger picture of her, but okay. It's one of those. My mom had those done. It's some. I forgot what they're called. You get the Sears and you put your hair all up and you wore nice clothes and it's like professional beauty photos or something okay 
Like, yeah. Um, oh, what was that called? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Glamour shots. Yes, because my mom Glamour had one where her hair is like permed and this tall and she's wearing red lipstick and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's what that's her glamour shot from the, who knows, 90s something. 1984. <laughs> I don't know whenever they're popular. Looks very 1984. But she was a devoted wife and mother that succumbed to a severe mental illness. So you know where that's going. Mm. She struggled with mental health issues for most of her life. And she is the youngest of five children. So big families. Her parents were Judda. I know I ain't saying that right. J-U-T-T-A. Judda. Judda. Karen Kohler. I'm sorry. I'm butchering that. A German immigrant. Now you know. Okay. (laughs) That's why I can't say it or the damn. And Andrew Emmett Kennedy whose parents were Irish immigrants. So a lot of culture back in there. German, Irish. It's a lot like my family. English, Irish, Dutch, French, Canadian. Jesus. (laughs) And Cherokee. You guys got around. True. (laughs) Spreading the love. But as a teenager, she suffered from bulimia and suicidal thoughts. So... But, I mean, teenager. Yeah. I feel like that's a tough time for most people. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's stressful. got those those moments Yeah, during that time. But she graduated from Milby High School in 1982. I said 1984, <laughs> so I was... <laughs> Plausible. I was close. Psychic. And here's some more facts for you. <laughs> She's class valedictorian. Captain of the swim team, an officer of National Honor Society, and a stellar student. So even though she struggled mentally, she still, her school was like the top. Hmm. She was doing good. And that's a picture. It's from a newspaper. It's kind of gritty. If you guys, you, will they see this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you, sorry, I don't know what all he's doing, but if you see this, it's gritty. But that's definitely her and the swim team captain. So... Um, she completed two-year pre-nursing program at the University of Houston. I had to think. And graduated from Houston. the University of Texas Health Science Center at Houston. Houston. Yes. Houston. Not Houston. 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 I'm dying to do it. Houston. Houston so represent. Went in the <laughs> Houston. <laughs> she went in the nursing program. Like She's got stuff going. Yeah. Just hard. But as an adult... She was diagnosed with depression, delusional thinking, and schizophrenia. Oh, jeez. That schizophrenia, yeah, that's horrible. Thing. I couldn't imagine. Mm-mm. I couldn't deal with it. I'd be like, uh-uh. But she wanted a stable life. And in 1986 to 1994, she worked as a registered nurse at the University of... <laughs> bleh, I'll get it. <laughs> University of... Who knows? Where'd I go? University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center. It's a long name. That is a long name. That's a two line on the business card kind of name. <laughs> that's, that's two lines. I'd hate to see their logo. Right. It's a paragraph. <laughs> Wrapped around. Too much. In the summer of 89, she met Russell, also goes by Rusty Yates. Rusty. Rusty Yates is a NASA engineer. 
Oh, what? that's someone you'd want to be buddies with. Rusty, R- Rusty, Yates. what? Yates. Yates. Rusty Yates. NASA engineer. All righty. And they met at the Sunscape Apartments. So okay. he was just in her apartment building wandering around, I guess, and they <laughs> chatted and they met. That seems completely normal. Know. Neighbors, I guess. I don't know. I'm just going to walk around this apartment complex in- that I have no connection to whatsoever. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if she lived there and he lived there. Maybe it's close to campus because another source said they met at campus. So maybe it was an apartment close to the school and they were both there. Maybe. Possible. But April 17th in 93, they got married and moved in together. Mm. So, and here I have a wedding picture from them. That's Rusty. Rusty. And Andrea. Mm. So not bad. Happy looking couple. Yeah. Definitely an 80s wedding. Definitely. With the big bushy shoulders in the window. And my mom had the same thing. (laughs) Big poof on the shoulders. That must have been a style. It is. His mom had the same. In the 80s, all the women had shoulder pads, too. So, like, their clothes went up like this. I hated that. Going to church, mom would put us in these dress suits things, dress Mm -hmm. skirts and dress button-up shirts, and they had big old shoulder pads. So I look like a fucking quarterback. (laughs) These big-ass shoulders on this little nine-year-old girl. Yep. But, yeah. That was the style then. I hated it. I ended up cutting them out. But Rusty was a devout, uh, I don't even know what to say this, evangelical Christian? Evangelical. You know what that is? Oh, I do. <laughs> what? I have no idea. Is it a regular Christian? Nope. <laughs> so evangelical Christians are very obsessed with end times Oh. Um, and obsessed with converting everyone. Oh. So they're the, they're sense. the pushy ones. They're the ones that push their religion on everyone, tell everyone they're going to hell. Um and oh. they're the ones who talk about the mark of the beast all the time and, and all that stuff. I thought that was the Christians in general cause No. Some of them are very <laughs> Some of them are very well, no, she's not. She's I mean, not. she she's more of the the I don't know. I would say more of a, a liberal type of oh. Christian where she, like she believes in things. it all and, but she doesn't really, I mean, she talks about it, but it's not like she's saying you better do this or oh, you're yeah, going to no. hell. She's not forcing everybody. She just tells her opinion. Yeah. It's very Repeatedly. different. <laughs> she, she can do that. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, but when people start forcing you, like oh. they're saying like, you have to do this. You know, you're going to hell, you're going to die and go I to hell. I feel like they did blah, blah, blah. that, though, and as a child, they're like, you got to go to church or you go to hell. It's a, so I'm more, it's hard to explain, but a lot of people now are very okay with everybody. Yeah. Evangelical Christians are the ones who still aren't. Who still aren't? Oh, hardcore guys. Everybody is going to hell unless you're them. Oh, well. And you better get right right now because Antichrist is coming, end times, Jesus mm-hmm. is coming back, rapture, all that stuff. Oh, yeah. That's the evangelical Christians. They're very pushy. Well, now I know. Yeah. But. A lot of, a lot of Trump supporters in that camp. 
Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. Throw that in there. Rusty, you know, was a devout evangelical Christian. Mm-hmm. And he said that they would seek to have as many babies as nature allowed. That's another thing. Is that a Catholic thing too? Catholics do that too. Yeah, they don't believe like in birth, birth control. control yeah. It's just, yeah. But they were going to have as many babies as he could pump out. Mm-hmm. So they bought a four-bedroom house in Friendswood, Texas. Sounds friendly. <laughs> Friendswood. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sure. And they had five children together. So well, a big family. About as big as ours, right? Yeah. Noah was the firstborn. He was born February in 94. So like right after they got married there, Mm -hmm. a year later. Um, He accepted a job offer in Florida, so they moved to a small trailer in Seminole? S-E-M-I-N-O-L-E. Is it Florida? Seminole, yeah. Seminole. Seminole, Florida. I don't get around. But by the time Paul, the third child, so far they had three boys. Mm -hmm. So by the time Paul came, the third child, they moved back to Houston and purchased a GMC motorhome from Rusty's preacher, Michael Warrenecki. Okay. So I guess he was friends with the preacher and he sold him a little GMC motorhome. Uh, Michael preached to a zealous, 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 zealous. I added more vowels than there should have been. <coughs> Zealous form of righteousness that called for the family to live austerly. Okay. So, yeah. so he was an eva- evangelical Christian. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, he was the preacher. And by 1997, her family was living in a camper van purchased from Michael himself. Her and all those children <laughs> cramped in that little. And this lady has uh, mental health issues, so I'm sure she's struggling. Wow. I couldn't do it. Mm-mm. She was homeschooling the children in cramped quarters of a 38-foot mobile home while also battling severe bouts of postpartum depression. Oh, fantastic. These, yeah. So she's going through some postpartum shit, and they crammed her in this little motor trailer with five kids. She's not going to make it. No, <laughs> she's. I wouldn't make it. But um, by 1999. She's going to snap. By 1999, with the birth of their fourth child, Luke, so four boys, you know that, how that is, in a cramped little mobile trailer. Not in a mobile trailer, I don't, but I definitely know it. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, I know what it's like in a large house. Yeah. They tear the place apart. If it's... (laughs) But the fourth child, Luke, she was prescribed trazodome for treatment. Okay. And here's a picture of her... Rusty and the four boys. So is he happy? She's smiling like she's losing her shit a little bit, but yeah. <laughs> she's got this smile like ah. it's, it's it's a it's a it's a fake smile. It's yeah, a smile like, just ah. for the camera. <laughs> you know. Oh, but they're cute. That one she... that he's holding or that she's holding though is really happy. He is. T- he's, he's got like, the biggest grin. He's like <laughs> he's so cute. His is the most na- like real. Natural the rest laughing. of them are like. You know, like they're really trying, uh-huh. but he's just like, like, yeah. <laughs> and I know it's like all of them have her ears. Like I was looking at these poor. When he, well, no, the husband's got those same, same Does big ears. Same? I was looking at hers and her, I don't know if she's got it because she's got her hair behind it, but hers are sticking out. And all these boys have their sticking out a little I bit. think it's the hair behind it makes it look bigger, but the husband's ears are just as big. Yeah. Oh. 
But cute. Mm-hmm. Cute bunch. Big ears like Casey. Like Casey, yeah. Like, like my yours. son Casey. He's got satellites on his head. Mm-hmm. He knows it. <laughs> On June 17th, 99, she intentionally overdosed on the antidepressant, and she was in a coma for 10 days. So yeah, She needed a break. Her, yeah. <laughs> losing, <laughs> you're awful. Losing her shit. She took a 10-day break. Sure, slowly but surely losing her. Well, it's an antidepressant, so being in that cramped little thing with all these boys, I'm like, she's probably like, I need all this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, it's too much. And she overdosed. It says intentionally, so I guess... She purposely knew it was going to do damage. I was, I was just thinking she got stressed and was just popping them calm down. But yeah, she intentionally did it. So she knew what was happening. She knew. <laughs> when she was released from the hospital, her husband found her holding a knife to her throat, begging to die. Oh, Lord. So she's lost it at this yeah. point. And he's like, it's all right. Honey. She done snapped already. She snapped. And this is the big... And I argue about this all the time. We just listened to a case in the car. This mom had a mental breakdown. Yeah. And her family's all like, oh, yeah, three years ago, she thought the CIA was chasing her in Walmart or something. And I'm like, you That wasn't a sign? Yeah. Like, they were just throwing all these times out where she's been saying the craziest shit or doing the craziest things. And they just, eh. She'll be fine. Let her, leave her with her toddler and she'll be all right. No, <laughs> like people don't take it seriously enough. Mm-mm. And then shit like this happens and they're like, oh yeah, two months ago she was trying to build a fort. I wonder why we Nazis didn't are coming. notice it then. <laughs> yeah, like, oh yeah. She thought the cat was talking to her or something and it's like they just, oh yeah. Yep. And stuff goes bad, but she's breaking down. Her mental health continued to decline if that's possible. I think she went pretty far. I mean, <laughs> holding a knife to your own throat's pretty down there. But it kept getting worse. So oh, she was, yeah. She needed some help, and they just. But July 99, she had a nervous breakdown, which accumulated into two suicide attempts and two psychiatric hospitalizations that summer. So she tried to end herself two more times and was hospitalized two more times. And, you know, her husband's like, uh, all right, you done? <laughs> like, <laughs> don't get him. <laughs> and she was diagnosed with postpartum psychosis. So she was told to not have any more kids <laughs> by her psychiatrist, Dr. Eileen Starbranch. That's bad. When, you, when your psychiatrist is like, you shouldn't have any <laughs> You more. need sterilized. Like, you're you, done. You're done. Yeah. You're done. But her husband's like, you bet. (laughs) He's like, all right. So she conceives her fifth child seven weeks after her discharge from the hospital. Oh, my God. (laughs) So he didn't wait for nothing. We should probably stop. Okay. Let's go, baby. (laughs) Let me pop another one in there. But this one was a girl. Okay. Little Mary. So, eh. (laughs) She's got a girl. So it's worse. (laughs) It's worse. She probably got the girl, but <laughs> she's got five kids now. Uh, no. After the death of her father, March 12th of 2001, and the birth of her fifth child, Mary, severe depression came upon her. Like, she got severe depression. And she was forcefully admitted to 
Devrox Texas Treatment Network. Hospitalized again. So she's obviously, someone's got to be like, hey, she needs <laughs> help. Get this woman some help. Yeah, get her somewhere to herself. She can chill. You know, let her let her be for a minute. So it'd be one thing if if she was all for having all the kids and everything and yeah. then she was like I need time away cuz this yeah, is too much. too much. It's like wait a minute. I'm here too, you know. Yeah. But he was pretty much just pushing it. He like, was. My religion says we got to have a bunch of them. And from the sounds like it like he was the breadwinner. Mhm. And like, she was home all the yeah, time. Yeah, home. Right you stay home and raise the children, keep the house or yeah. the RV. <laughs> but keep the RV. School the children, teach them, raise them, clean, cook. Tell them I'll about just go Jesus. to work and come back. Tell them about Jesus. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I felt like he was doing, and then it just too much. And also, after seeing how many times she's hospitalized, I started to think like, is it intentional? Like that is a break for her. As tough as it is and as sad as it is, that's her break. Like, that's the kids aren't said. with her in the hospital. I know. That's what I said. So, I was starting to wonder, I think that, like, that, is that coma she, was a, yeah. was a Is she losing too? her shit just so she can get out into a hospital and have Maybe. a break? I mean, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, it makes sense. It does. That's why I was like, I can't blame her if she's in that RV all 24-7 with all those kids. Mm-mm. I'd be like, yeah, I need. <laughs> like I said, it's it's hard, n- bigger house. Yeah, it is. And they're like cramped. Yeah, the living room is the kitchen. That is the bathroom. That is the bedroom. <laughs> like bedroom situation. I'm very wondering. I'm, where they put all of yeah. them? Yeah. And how are they making more kids with the other kids <laughs> around? Like I'm very confused. I am too. But they're managing. Billy, shut your eyes. <laughs> Put these headphones on. They have a little pull door that just pulls up the bedroom door. But Dr. Muhammad Saeed prescribed a series of psychotropic Uh-oh. drug treatments. I'm surprised they were okay with the doctor. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I'm surprised they even went to him. I know, that's what I was, but I think. Muhammad Saeed, I, I mean, they're evangelical Christians. Uh-huh. Um, um, Unless her husband's like, I can't keep watching these kids while you go to the hospital. You're gonna have to straighten your shit out. Yeah. <laughs> like, He's desperate. He's like, we'll trust. We'll uh, trust this guy who who knows. has a a name that we feel is <laughs> going to hell. But um, he also abruptly tapered off the antipsychotic Haldol. Haldol. Okay. Medicine that helped her recover in '99. So the medicine that was been helping her, the doctor's like, we're going to taper you off of it. Yep, give you something Sounds else. Sounds about right. So by 2001, her mental illness had taken a dangerous turn, and she became convinced that her children and she would be destined for hell, and the only way to save them was to kill them. Yeah, uh, see how that went. Uh huh. You knew it was going to happen. I knew it. But yeah, that's where her mental health was going. When you mix extreme religion with mental illness, <laughs> you always have problems. Yeah. I mean, just... extreme religion by itself causes problems, but you add mental health on top of that, mental illness. 
Mm-mm. It's horrible. People are gonna die. Mm-hmm. And she, this delusion was fueled by the biblical teachings of Rusty's friend Michael, who her husband had met in college. So that preacher friend, his teachings weren't helping her. I, I would imagine <laughs> not were. in her mental state. No. no. But um, she became convinced that women were derived from sin and that hell-bound mothers would see their children burn in hell. <laughs> Does that sound familiar to you? There we go. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it's just, it's, mentally, it's just getting into her. So, well. Um, she believed her children were not righteous and were doomed to perish in the fires of hell. Of course For what? They were. I don't know. They're kids. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. One's a baby. Like, I don't know what they could have done to that go to fucker. hell. But that fucker is the worst of them all. <laughs> that one cried <laughs> all night. That's horrible. It is, and I don't. That's why I'm like, what did they do to nothing? Yeah, that, that's why I don't think you you should teach religion to kids. Like, wait till they're older and they can decide if they want to learn about that or not but like when they're kids their minds aren't ready to understand that stuff and that's why you have so many people now that take that religion so literally because they were taught it as a kid when you're taught something as a kid it's like it's fact Mm -hmm. yeah and that's why they want to do it with kids because they want them to grow up thinking it's fact but yeah it's easy to soak it in kids are easier to brainwash yeah (laughs) that's the whole point but if you wait till they're an adult and they have critical thinking you know they've established critical thinking already they understand how that process works then if they want to pursue it that's great that means they've taken into account critical thinking and still are you know but they're not going to take some of that horrible stuff so literally Mm -hmm. so that's that's my soapbox. That's your soapbox. <laughs> there you go. Don't teach kids well, yeah. religion. Yeah, I, don't, I feel like you push and push and push. And it's just like a scare tactic too. Yeah. Like they're like, oh, you're going to burn in hell and you're going to, no water down there and you're going to just burn continually for To me, ever. it's like, it's like the I'm more like, extreme shit. Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, shit. That's what it is to me. It's the more extreme Santa Claus. Santa Claus, mm-hmm. if you're not good, you don't get any presents, you get coal. Yeah. Let's crank that up a notch. If you're not good, (laughs) you die, you go to hell, and you burn for all eternity. Like, it's just, it's that same scare tactic, but just crank it up a notch. A lot. They're like, your skin burns off, (laughs) your hair burns off. I was was like, Jesus. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, thanks. But. But he's all loving. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Say. Buddy, the old George Carlin. You're going to burn in hell for all eternity. But he loves you. (laughs) <laughs> but he loves you. <laughs> I love George Carlin. But um, right around the time Mary was born and her mindset was going that way, they bought a modest house in Clear Lake, Texas. And that's when she turned heavily to scripture, but also in self-mutilation, cutting herself. How do those two right? go hand? I mean, <laughs> that's what I was like, what? How do you justify the one being I, religious? I don't know. Like, not that cutting's okay in any way, shape, or no. form, but, like, yeah, like, 
you would think being religious, you would be like, what I'm doing is sending me to hell. I better not do it. Yeah, that's what I would think. Unless it's, I don't know, unless she thinks it's some kind of sacrifice or blood offering or something. Or, or, um, she's punishing herself. There's extreme Catholicism where they punish themselves. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. For thinking that way. And that is supposed to bring them closer to God because they're suffering like Jesus did. No, that's possible. Maybe she's, I don't know. Mm. Maybe she's, uh, putting it all together in her head that way and making it seem logical to her. I don't know. Who knows? But she refused to feed her daughter. Guess she just seen how long this kid will last. <laughs> I don't know. That's, it's the that only girl. Like we wanted boys. <laughs> that seems like that goes against that religious view too. You would think, no, she's going to hell, remember? I guess, but uh, I don't know. Maybe she's going based on, um, what's it called? Uh, where you uh, stop eating for periods of time oh, to get closer yeah. to God. What's it called? Fasting. Uh, fasting, yeah. Yeah, I was trying to think of the word. She was hospitalized several times during this. The Andrea, mom or not the, the baby. Yeah, okay. Andrea, not the baby. But the stage resulted in unenforceable recommendations of psychological evaluations. So they're like, you should get checked out. And she's like, yeah, I know. She's <laughs> like, no shit. <laughs> She's like, yeah, we know. No shit. We've been through this. my first time here. (laughs) Same mom for rodeo. About time you guys fixed the AC in room 308. (laughs) Like she's, they know her by name there. (laughs) Is Jenny still here? (laughs) Like it's awful, but they've been there and she's like, yeah. And that's probably the same thing they've told her the last four or five times. Like, go get your therapist. She's like, yeah, I know. Every time I come here, that's what you tell me. Mm Mm-hmm. But yet you still haven't done it. I feel like she's like, that's not helping. Like, what else can you help? (laughs) She's definitely not outright saying it, but she's definitely saying help. Like, yeah, "Yeah, I know. See a therapist. I have been. He told me not to have more kids. This guy put a kid in me. (laughs) Like, help. (laughs) It's like, poor thing. On June 3rd, 2001, she stopped taking Haudal, cold turkey. Wasn't that the shit that was helping that they were... Yeah, he was trying to taper off what she just like... And then she's just like, done. Yep. She's like, nope. Well, that's not going to have a good effect. But taking it improved her condition, so she just quit, for some reason, cold turkey. I don't know. Probably scripture she's into. Any psychiatric medication, if you quit it cold turkey, it's the worst thing you can do. Yeah. Because all of a sudden, your body is like... I was getting something and it's gone. Oh, I'm going to freak out now. That's how it was with my anxiety meds. Yeah. If you're and off I felt of like, it. I felt like back because I'm like, I'm bugging this doctor. Like, can you send my refill in? Because I ran out. Yeah. Because you upped my dose, but you didn't change the prescription. So I was freaking out. I'm like, I felt like a crackhead. Like, can you turn in my <laughs> prescription? My <laughs> like, you got any more like, of them pills? I feel the anxiety getting up and up and up. And I'm like, can you please just renew my refill yeah. yeah she goes oh yeah i forgot i changed your dose i'm like yeah i know <laughs> i know Let's go get on it <laughs> give me my meds. please but june 20th 2001 her husband left for work around 8 a.m with plans for his mother to take over parenting duties for her so he's like i'm going to work my mom's coming over to help you out i guess he's starting to realize she's down the rabbit hole a little yeah she's gonna need some help why he thought that 
bringing his mom over to help would be the solution, but <laughs> whatever. An hour later, she had other plans. Mother-in-law, Nora Yates, was coming in an hour, so she said goodbye to her husband. She prepared cereal for her four eldest boys. And then she took six-month-old Mary to the bathtub where she filled it with nine inches of cold water and drowned her, oh. leaving her body in the tub. So uh, she feeds the four boys, takes the baby in there, and drowns her in ice-cold water. Six months old. She returned to the next youngest, so she's going by age, and she systematically killed the rest of her children with Mary still visible in the tub and laid their bodies on the bed. So she took them in, left the baby in the tub, took them in one at a time, drowned them, and laid them out on her bed. What the hell? Just as calm and collect as she can be. But Noah the eldest tried to run when she saw his lifeless sister in the tub, but she caught him. So he's like, uh. So he knew, and he yeah. tried to run out, and she caught him before he made it out. Mm. And then drowned him, and she left him in the tub and put Mary on the bed before she called the police. So she left, took the baby, put her on the tub, but left the one that tried to run in the tub. And then called the police Mm-mm. on herself. And then she called her husband, told him to come home. <laughs> She's like, you need to come home. Some shit went down. You need to come home. Yeah. And when he arrived, so I guess she must have called him first because he got there before the cops. Okay. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't know how that happened, but um, he arrived. He found her sitting calmly in a chair, soaking wet and shaking because she's cold. It's cold water. So yeah. just sitting there, just shivering and just on her own. When they asked why she'd done it, she replied that her children would not grow up. What? So, yeah, that's all she said. They won't grow up. I don't know <laughs> why, why she didn't want them to grow up. That's weird. I guess she thought they'd grow up and be, I don't know, Antichrist or something. I don't know. Um, maybe if they older. grew up, they would have a chance to sin. I guess. And they would go I to don't hell. Know. I, I feel don't like know. somehow, I'm lost on this one. with all the scripture she's reading, it somehow had to play into it, but I don't know. I thought why. she was going to play off that she was baptizing. <laughs> I, oh, that's no. where I thought it was going. Yeah, no. She just said they're, they won't grow up. And they're like, all right. Well, on February 18th, 2002, her court begins. They arrested her, of course. I mean, obvious. She's the only one there soaking wet. And there's she five dead kids. Yeah. <laughs> She said, she admitted, she said they won't grow up. But Harris County District Attorney Chuck Rosenthal asked for the death penalty. Okay. So he's like, death penalty, it is. But her husband stood by her claiming it was the illness and not her that killed their children. So he stood by her. He's like, she's mentally ill. Here's the thing. (laughs) You're mentally ill, sure. Yeah. But it doesn't excuse... The action. No. I mean. Still, you did it. You still did it. I know you had mental issues and problems. and But, yeah, it doesn't excuse the actions. That's like saying somebody was drunk and got in a car wreck, right? Yeah. I know that doesn't really equate because one is not one you caused to happen, the other one you didn't. But. 
I'm just saying it's an outside factor. It's something else. Or people that get high and stab somebody or something. Yeah. Like they're still, like they don't get off for it. Mm. So there should be punishment. Death penalty, I don't know. Because again, it was something that was caused by something out of her control. It wasn't like she took drugs or yeah, no, she was drunk. Not honestly. So, yeah, I don't know. There should be punishment because mm-hmm. she did do something, and the like I said, the action is not excused just because no. of her illness. But it should be ca- taken into consideration as far yes. as punishment. Yeah, it wasn't her. But I think her husband should be punished too. I yeah, do, because he, he saw of, all this going on. He saw her with a knife to her throat and all this stuff, wanting to die, and he's just like, I'm going to work. <laughs> like, yeah, here's our RV. I feel like he's, and plus her psychiatrist, like, she don't need to have any more kids, and he's like, one more be okay. Like, I feel like he should be in trouble yeah, as well. He definitely. needs some blame. Definitely. Because he was there, he saw it happening, and he just kept going through. So Definitely. But she pleaded... Guilty by reason of insanity. I figured. Yep. So March 2002, the jury rejected the insanity defense and found her guilty of capital murder. Holy shit. Yeah. That's shocking. I know. So they're like, nah. Especially with her um, history with psychiatrists and therapists and hospitals. I mean, it's it's a proven back, you know, it's a proven history that she has mental illness. That's why I'm wondering what else. I guess they're saying she wasn't. Uh, she wasn't insane. She knew what she was doing. Maybe. Maybe that's I why. I want to know what the uh, prosecutor brought up to make them see, like, oh, she had. Yeah, I don't know how. Maybe they, they're thinking they, one kid, okay, you come out of it, but to drown five. I don't know. Blame on the. I don't know. I don't know. I, what I don't they know how thinking. they how they tossed out the uh, insanity plea. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. get that. I don't either. But anyway. I don't know. But she was sentenced to life in prison with eligibility for parole in 40 years. Okay. So I mean, she wasn't, they didn't execute her, but life in prison. That's a little better. I don't think she needs she a death need, penalty yeah. for that. Because like I said, it's not 100% her. So and I do think her husband should be in there with her. Yeah, her husband needs some charges. Yeah, he does. Neglect or something. Something. But the Yates Children's Memorial Fund was established in memory of the children. Okay. And here I have a picture of not the memorial site, but their funeral. Oh, my God. Yep, there's five little caskets lined up. small caskets. Lined up. Yep. And put them in there, and they seal them up, and then, yep, they're all buried together, all five. It's horrid. But Rusty divorced her during her incarceration in 2004 and remarried in 2006. <laughs> so he's he's fine. He's like, whatever. I'm good. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if he had any more kids. I'd like to hope I, not. I would hope not. I don't know. In January 6, 2005, the Texas Court of Appeals reversed her conviction. Really? Yeah. And in t- July 26 of 2006, she was found not guilty by reason of insanity and committed to the North Texas State Hospital. There we go. Yep. Wow. So, that seems... I was okay with the life in prison. It yeah. was, I didn't think she needed the death penalty. No. But I think this is a little yeah. bit more justified. Need, yeah. 
I mean, because I know help. in the prison she wasn't getting any help mental no. health wise. No, I this mean, place, sometimes they like, like I work at a clinic and some of our psychiatrists and therapists go to the prison mm-hmm. so and visit there. So there are options for it, but it's not the same. No. It's not the same if she was in a facility specifically for that. And I imagine since the crime she did, killing five kids, I'm sure they didn't just let her walk around gin pop. I'm sure she was in by herself in her own cell out in the corner. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that didn't help her mental health either. No. Seclusion probably yep. did not help. Keep her, because they're like, if we let her out there, they're going to kill her for <laughs> what she did. Killing so, kids. Yeah. 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 You kill so kids. So we got to keep her away from everybody else. Yeah. And I just think it wasn't the best place for her. But in 2007, she was transferred to Kierville State Hospital. This is a more current picture of her. You can see she's been oh. through a rough time. Yeah. Way different than her glamour shot. Oh, yeah. That, it looks like two different people. Mm-hmm. Looks like her hair is thinning. Mm-hmm. She just she's had some times. To this day, she is free to leave whenever she wants. What? But she has chosen to stay. Good person. There we yeah. go. There we go. She knows something's off. Yeah, she knows she's not in the healthiest state of mind. But she can leave whenever she wants to. But she's choosing to stay in there. And that's I guess since it's when? her 2007. So she after a year? Yeah. Because you said year. she got put in there in 2006. Yeah, in 2006 she was put in the state hospital. Then she was transferred to a different hospital where she could leave as she wants. But she's like, I'm going to stay. Okay. Wow. So I don't know if that's just her way of punishing herself. She's guilty what she maybe. did. She's like, I deserve to be in here. Either I that or maybe she just realizes that she's not mentally stable to be yeah. out in the world. Maybe yeah. that's just, she she knows it. Which points to her not being insane. insane. Yeah. Like if you know that you need help and enough to stay in a hospital like that, yeah. you're not insane. I mean, that's the only person i've heard of that would be like you can go and they're like yeah stay. yeah probably other people shouldn't. are like yeah. <laughs> like out she's, and she's back like, in out probably back shouldn't because yeah, we saw like, what happened last time I'm i was out right. there yeah i'm all right wow i mean so she stayed. applause applause for that at least yeah at least i mean she stayed i don't applaud what all she did but the but fact that she recognizes she that, needs to stay yeah, in there that is that's awesome but that's the children's grave sites. Man. Five of their little pictures on there. Yates. They needed another kid. It's, <laughs> they needed the uneven. balance is off. I'm sure he would have had another one in given time. <sighs> if it didn't go oh, down Oh, man, look at that. Because the picture of Mary, you can tell Mary's a baby. Yep. They put <sighs> a baby picture on there. And I think it's in, yeah, it's in a order of age. So you got no on the far left. And then mm-hmm. John, Paul, Luke, Mary, all biblical names. Yeah, I like. noticed that. <laughs> yeah. What's the what's the oldest? Noah. Noah. So yeah. Noah's Ark. And then they went with apostles. John, John Paul, Luke. Luke. Mary. And Mary would be the mother of Jesus. Yep. All religious names. They're in order. It's, I just noticed, I don't know why I notice weird things, but they put them on there in order from oldest to youngest, but she drowned them youngest to oldest. Yeah, she went backwards. She went in reverse order once they have them up there, but. Noah's the one who tried to run, right? Yeah. He's like, Noah's the oldest. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, um, that baby up 
face down in that tub does not look like <laughs> that don't look right yeah i don't think i want to take a bath and you right brought now, my Mom. brothers in here one by one and i haven't heard from them since yeah, yeah. Uh, water like, everywhere i don't think this is looking good i don't good. think that's where i need to be right now but he tried to run and she caught him so horrible poor kids i know horrible for children the family everybody what is wrong with you what bringing up these cases all these Dude. kids dying. <laughs> I know. It's like every case I scroll through and see on YouTube or TikTok or somewhere, I'm like, oh, that's a case we can do. It's always a kid. Every time. I had to, you know how many kids I've actually had to cut out? Because I'm like, that's yeah. too many kids. Yeah, we got too many. We need like, to, yeah. I don't know. But we got some non-kids coming? Yeah, next one's some non-kids. Okay, good. Yeah, because I took a break because I have so many kids that... Yeah, it's I just it's getting to be much. It's getting to be much, I know. But we'll I'll split it out as much as yeah, I can. Yeah, spread them out. Like, don't put too many kids close together. I try not to, but there's so many kids. It's horrible. That is horrible. That that, you that it's that like, hard. Yeah, true crime cases, and they're like kid, 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 kid. I'm like, oh my god, that's horrible. That's. But that's what I've been dealing with. So our next episode fifteen. Guys, I have a list color coded, all kinds of stuff, guys. <laughs> See how that, that remember <laughs> I was telling you how organized she is. Each color is a dip, like pink's cannibalism and the green's famous cases, and that's controversial. Like, I got them child's blue. I got and then she's got out. the the PowerPoint right. presentation on yeah. her laptop, which is showing me on the TV, which is how you guys see the pictures and videos and stuff she yeah, shows I me. Got it. She's, she's on it. <laughs> organized. She's on it. But episode 15, yeah, will be Tony Anderson. Hello, Mr. Anderson. <laughs> Tony You still Anderson. haven't watched The Matrix? Nope. That's what that's from. Uh, Hello, Mr. Grown Anderson. Grown woman, so no child. Mm, okay. But Tony Anderson. There you go. Tony's a girl? Yeah. Oh, I was, and I said Mr. Anderson, uh, just because Tony, I thought it was a guy. Yeah. Nope. And then it T-O-N-I. reminded me of The Matrix, so. It's a girl that right. died unnecessarily. So usually they do on, on this show. <laughs> usually, I try to find. I've the never. Ones. We've never had a case where they didn't die unnecessarily. Right. <laughs> That's kind of the whole premise of the show is people. Well, this one's kind of. I don't know. I put it in the controversy section. <laughs> okay. That's good. Because it was avoidable. Okay. Well, controversy is usually better stories for this. So. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what we got. All right. And then oh. a Patreon next week, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hate crimes. Oh, Lord. <laughs> see, you got out of children, but you got right into hate There's crimes. no kids in this, though? There's a kid. Ah. Uh, one kid. So we got hate crimes and one kid dying. One kid. He don't. Yeah, he dies. Oh, Lord. Yes. You just love messing with me. <laughs> Sorry. He's actually not. But one person dies horrifically, mm-hmm. and he wasn't the one that died horrifically. Okay. It was the older man that died horrifically. Mm-mm. In the 20s, so it's not a man-man, but... So there you go. It's three cases. Three. Three right. and one. Three and one for next Patreon. Patreon's hate crimes get you wound up. Uh-huh. <laughs>
three three <laughs> hate crime cases in one evening. Yeah, I'm going to get one. Yeah, back. I figure that's a good Patreon episode because all your cussing and yelling and flipping me off doesn't need to be on regular YouTube. <laughs> You're going to be tore up. <laughs> hey, Blake, I hate you. You'll be burning my notes. <laughs> You'll take my notebook. take that notebook and throw it in the... You're like, forget this. Throw it in a bonfire outside. <laughs> Depressing. <laughs> You will. I don't know. So that's it. Something to look forward to, I guess. That's Good. all next week. It's something to look forward to. <laughs> next week. I don't know how we're going to do That's a busy weekend, too. What? Is there something special about that weekend? I graduate. <gasps> oh, yeah. Yeah. Is there something else going on that weekend, too? Mother's Day. Oh, my. Really? Yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> No, you did. <laughs> so it's a busy weekend to do two episodes, but yeah. hopefully you practice this setup a lot. <laughs> the setup okay. took longer than the episode. Well, we moved it. Uh-huh. Like, and it makes it harder to maneuver and get in and out of this situation when, once we're in it because mics are blocking, lights are blocking. The other way, when we were sitting flat, it was easier to get out, but I don't think it looked as good. Yeah, no. One, it didn't look as good. Two, we can conversate. Yeah. I like this. You like conversating? It rem- <laughs> it's more like when we did the audio where we could sit and kind of look at each other and talk. I like this. This is better. Last time I felt like I was like this and then going, yeah, yeah so. Um, I, oh, the mic. <laughs> like it was, it was <laughs> yeah. not good. No. This is a lot better. And then we got the uh, sign behind us. We got some Bruce color Wang. lighting. And yeah, we're making it look better. Like you got, we got kind of like a purplish pinkish glow on us. It's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I like it. Right. I like this setup better, even though, like I said, it's a pain in the ass. Oh, yeah, it is. That's okay. <laughs> and uh, we're using different uh, camera. So hopefully this comes out better than the others hopefully <laughs> anyway um anything you want to add no that's it all right that i guess it. i'll roll through our stuff uh loveandluminol.com if you want to see where our audio podcasts are um video podcasts are on youtube and spotify okay. um we also have bonus episodes that are audio and video over at patreon uh, it's $3 a month and you get access to two to three bonus episodes a month. Usually I the think nasty, that's pretty good gritty. for three bucks. Yeah. Um, what else? Oh, social media. So we did uh, YouTube. Uh, TikTok. TikTok, Instagram. Instagram, and Facebook. And no tweets. No tweets. All the rest, all those are at Love and Luminal. So make it easy. And if you want to email us, uh, case suggestions, um, bitch us out, <laughs> tell us how amazing we are, um, or case suggestions email. or what? Yeah, and, uh, you suck. I love you guys. Here's a suggestion. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Uh, Love and Luminol at gmail dot com. I think that's all of our online connections, so. right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. If you're watching this on YouTube, uh, like and subscribe. Um, if it's on Spotify, subscribe. If you're on audio, subscribe. <laughs> Just subscribe. Just subscribe. 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 <laughs> All right. Well, 
Thank you, guys. All right. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next time. See ya. Bye.